Vince McMahon, that one was for you, just in case you happen to be listening. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 12th episode of This Blonde Can Talk About Anything. I'm actually going to talk about a couple of things this week. First and foremost, let's talk about something that nobody cares about, except probably me. Um, on this day that I'm recording... Tom Brady was drafted number 199 overall, which means that today his NHL, NFL career turns 21 years old. Tom Brady's career is now old enough to purchase an alcoholic beverage. No, I'm just kidding. I'm totally not doing that. MSMR, like ever again. ASMR. I'm not doing it ever again. It's just a little bit too weird, even for me. And that is saying a lot. So I have full disclosure, I was going to have a guest on this week to talk to you guys about a film that he made, and um, I had a ton of technical difficulties with my sound, and I am literally recording this on an old iPhone 6 with my mic plugged into it, because my computer is on crack or something, and I need Simon from the Extra Features podcast to help me sort it out, but I wanted to have a show ready to go for tomorrow, which is Saturday, so that I keep consistent. Consistency is a very important thing to me. So yeah, I wanted to keep it consistent. Isn't it great that I'm recording the 12th episode on the same day that Tom Brady's career turns 21 and he's number 12? I think that's pretty great and probably not coincidental. So moving on, um, as I said about Vince McMahon at the beginning, you know, he's rude and uh, all frizzy and all of those things. And I don't like him at all. And it's because he keeps like firing talent that don't deserve to be fired. And I don't get it. I truly do not get it. So while I don't like to talk about the same topic, you know, two weeks in a row, um, having just come off of WrestleMania, um, I feel like it's important to talk about it because a lot of the um, release talent were participants in WrestleMania. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, if you're hearing some like background, like white noise or whatever you want to call it, I apologize. It's probably the room or maybe the mic or maybe the fact that I'm recording on my iPhone. I don't know. You tell me. You tell me and we'll both know. Then that's great. Yeah, that's, that's a great thing. I should have thought of that in the first place. Sometimes I'm just so smart, like right now. No, I'm not. But anyway, let's, um, let's talk about this. So for this is the second year in a row that they do it, like in April, since the, since the COVID um, pandemic started, where they start releasing wrestlers and they don't, um, don't make sense. So my friend Chelsea Green was one of the released wrestlers and she wants to come on this podcast and I desperately want her on here. Definitely want to talk to her about her journey from Vancouver all the way to the WWE. Unfortunately, she has just informed me that she will have to wait 90 days for the clause to be finished. So when that is all said and done, then she will be able to um, come on the podcast and talk about her wrestling career, her bikini career, because she looks really good in a bikini. Like, I'm not a lesbian, but I sure am envious. Um, and what's next for her? Where where she'll end up uh, in terms of 
in terms of uh, wrestling companies like AEW and there's so there's just so many to um, impact wrestling. There's just a lot to choose from and there's a lot to um, unpack here. So let's talk about it. Um, the biggest name to be released is definitely uh, Samoa, jo- Samoa Joe. Um, I, I kind of figured he would get released eventually because he's just been doing commentary for like a while now ever since he injured himself doing a commercial as an actress i would really like to know how one hurts themselves doing a commercial because usually when you're a name which he is in a sense they give you a stunt double i am an actress and i would ask for a stunt double if something was dangerous so there's that um (coughs) oh that must have been loud excuse me so he was a member of the raw broadcast team uh up until he was fired yesterday. <laughs> um, at WWE brought in a former ESPN anchor called Adnan Verg. I've never heard of him, but he's uh, been re- he's been named or tapped to replace uh, Samoa Joe, and um, and Tom Phillips is gone. So Corey Graves seems to be slipping back into the Raw um, commentary, which means Corey Graves will be doing commentary for all shows which is awesome because there is not a better um commentator in wwe than Corey grace in my opinion and if you don't agree with my opinion you're wrong i'm right you're wrong that's just the way the cooking <laughs> pulls um so yeah i'm really excited that um Corey grace is going to be on both shows because i love the dichotomy that he has with um um, Michael Cole, sorry, that was my Bailey impression, <laughs> and and he loves to argue with uh, Byron Saxton, so there's that too. Um, a very confusing release, Billy Kay. On Sunday, she was in a tag team partnership with my absolute favorite wrestler in all of WWE. I don't think I need to tell you who it is. <laughs> because I've probably said it enough times that you know, right? But just in case you need a little bit of a refresher, I'm going to give you one. F-A-B-U-L-O-U-S Carmella! So I'm guessing Carmella's going to go back to being a singles competitor, which I'm totally cool with. I would be thrilled if she went after Bianca Belair and eventually took that women's championship title back because it belongs to her. That's my girl, Mella's money, honey. (laughs) That's what she says all the time. I'm just copying her. I'm a copycat. I'm a wannabe. I want to be Carmella. It's true. No, it's not. I'm happy being myself. I just think she's an awesome person and I think she's cool. So anyway, Billy Kay was tag teamed with her after months of peddling around this awful resume, which was just a bunch of nonsense, her acting wasn't terribly good, and then they just turn around and fire her when she finally has something to um, to work with. That's, that's shady. Um, she used to be one half of the Iconics, which I found very annoying. Uh, ironically, the other half, Peyton Royce, was also released. Um, I'm not really sure why they released Peyton. She has a ton of potential, lots of personality, very good in the ring. Well, she's good in the ring. She's decent in the ring. 
and she was partnered with Lacey Evans, but then, of course, Lacey Evans got pregnant with, you know, Ric Flair. Woo! No, it's not really Ric Flair's kid, but the storylines. The storylines. Oh, the storylines. And so after Lacey um, had to leave for maternity leave, um, Peyton just kind of fell by the wayside, and she didn't really compete as a singles competitor. And then they now have released her. A lot of people are angry about this next one. Don't really care personally. Not really attached. Um, Mickey James. She is a six-time uh, champion. She was, you know, out of out of action for almost two, almost two years, I think, or a year and a half. So it's not really surprising that they would let her go. There's not a whole lot of um, point in keeping somebody who's not active on the roster and paying them when you could be paying somebody who is active on the roster. That's just my opinion. So back to my girl, Chelsea Green. Um, she only wrestled like two matches on the on WWE uh, main roster. So Chelsea was part of the Women's Royal Rumble for 14 seconds last year. <laughs> and uh, in the fall, she had her uh, for her call up and she she was so happy and so proud of herself and I was so excited for her to get this debut on SmackDown. She was supposed to win the match and she ended up with a broken arm instead. So that was really disappointed. So she's um, engaged to Matt Cardona, previously known as Zack Ryder, and I believe he's with Impact Wrestling now. So I think that's where we're going to see Chelsea go. Um, the others, I'm really not sure where they're going to go. It's probably going to be either, you know, Impact or AEW, or maybe some might want to go to New Japan. It's, it's tough to call. Tucker was released. Uh, Tucker was in a match on SmackDown last week. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Why are you releasing these people that you are having work? Like, just let them go if you don't want them to work. But, I mean, I don't work for WWE, because if I did, Carmella would win all the matches. And Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens would take up the rest of the time because what's more fun than watching Sami Zayn dance? Like, literally nothing, right? Well, nothing in my eyes, anyway. So, um, Tucker previously was a um, tag team partner with Otis. They were called Heavy Machinery. Never really liked them. They never really got off the ground. They split them up. And now Otis is partnered with Chad Gable, which makes... But apparently Vince and the, co the creative team think that's a great idea. Um, guys, I hate to say it, but Otis has zero charisma. He has no fun to watch. No fun. And I, I'm tired of listening to him yell like he doesn't... Like he grew up in a barn or something. We, oh, yeah! Like all that. I don't, I don't want to hear it. Like, it just go away. <laughs> Callisto, who was part of uh, Lucha House Party, they broke up already, like in October, but um, they just fired him now. Really sad to hear that. I liked Callisto, even though I have absolutely no idea what he looks like because he wears one of those luchador masks, so you can't see his face. And I never bothered to Google him. I do know what Rey Mysterio looks like, but I did bother to Google him. Speaking of Rey Mysterio, this is a little off topic. Isn't it funny how when he comes out like for a tag match with his son, it looks like his son is his dad? <laughs> it can't possibly just be me who thinks that. Like, I, I can't just be me. It's just, it's just not. 
As for Callisto, where is he going to end up? I have no idea. Bo Dallas has been released. Yeah, if you don't know who that is, he's uh, the fiend, Bray Wyatt's brother, and he hasn't wrestled since, like, 2019. So they should have let him go a long time ago and kept um, some better talent around. Like, it's just it's terrible. This let him go a long time ago and kept Carl uh, Anderson and uh, Luke Gallows. That was a fun team to watch. But no, release them because too expensive probably. Um, I'm not a fan of Bray Wyatt. I think the Funhouse is the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, Randy Orton burned it down and now all of a sudden it's back. So did Randy just not know how to burn something down? Should he have maybe, I don't know, like called someone for help or <laughs> somebody who has an expertise in um, arson <laughs> maybe Dennis no I'm I'm talking about a guy that you you probably know and love very much you know who it is Seth Rollins. Yep, he knows a thing or two about burning things down, right? So why not have him on uh, with, why not have him help Randy destroy that stupid funhouse? And enough with the funhouse character. Enough with Alexa's playground. She looks like a, a child and it's not cute. I mean, it's cute, but it's not cute. All the men are like goo goo gaga after that. <sighs> sigh, 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 sigh. So, um, Forgotten Sons were released, I think, last year, and they're on and over on um, Impact with uh, uh, Deanna, Deanna Perazzo, who tested positive for COVID following like a New Year's Eve party or something. So now they've decided to bring one person from the Forgotten Sons back, which is um, Jackson Riker, and he's teamed up with Elias. Elias always comes out with his music that says. Who wants to take a walk with Elias? I'd like to grab the microphone and say, Who wants to help Elias take a walk off a short pier? Like, the shortest pier he can find. Cannot freaking stand Elias. I think he's freaking terrible. Terrible, terrible. Just, it's just terrible. But I really can't wrap my head around the whole Mickey James thing because I know the fans love her and they're going to be really disappointed. Personally, I'm going to miss Billy Kay. I kind of liked her nonsense because she was neurotic and silly, which reminds me of someone I know. It's called myself. <laughs> Except she has a way better headshot. Um, and then I'm going to miss Peyton Royce a ton. I really thought she had potential for something big, and I, I was really rooting for her. But we're going to have to um, root for Bianca Belair for now <laughs> until... She gets challenged for her title and Carmella takes it back because she will. Because my friend told me, like, if you believe you deserve it, the universe will serve it. So I believe Carmella deserves it. So the universe is going to serve it because the universe doesn't want to piss me off or let me down, does it? Well, maybe it does. It has many times, <laughs> many times before. Um, I'd like to apologize again for any sort of white noise that you might be hearing in the background. I am busting my butt to do this podcast because 
I am one of those people who's super neurotic. If you've seen Silver Linings Playbook, there's a scene where Robert De Niro is like, where's my envelope? I can't find my envelope. That's me. I, I know where everything is. Everything has to be done and everything has to be meticulous. The show needs to be released on a Saturday. So it will be released on a Saturday. And next Saturday, my friend Alex can come on here and talk about his film, West of Wonderland, which um, there is a virtual premiere for, sponsored by... My friends at Michael Solberg Family Wines. <laughs> so I'll be I will be moderating that a Q and A for that. So I'm going to give you guys all that information, and I'm going to get Alex on a podcast for Saturday of next week, and you guys can listen to that. Um, and then after you listen to it, come and join us for the event, or join us for the event first, and pretend you already heard his podcast. Because he's not going to listen to this because he doesn't care. So he doesn't know that I am uh, replacing his podcast with some wrestling jargon. So, um, shh. Don't tell anybody. Because if you do, I'm going to do ASMR again. And nobody wants that. <laughs> Especially not me. I hate being quiet. I hate it. Okay, so I'm talking wrestling. I'm talking pop culture, guys. I'm talking pop culture. That's what I'm doing. Um, so, on the topic of, of um, um, <laughs> pop culture, I'm really excited that there is so much buzz around Make the, Af Make the Batfleck movie because, Lord knows, I need more Batfleck in my life. So if you're listening to this, please hashtag the make the bat flack film bat flack <laughs> my husband and i don't even know his last name make the black black flack jesus make the back <laughs> make the bat flack movie and then tag me at a blonde who talks a b l o n d e w h o t a l k s if you're listening to this this is the only way you'll know but um I have some pretty cool extra Justice League merch, so I might just give something away for those of you who are tweeting about the Batfleck uh, film that I'm hoping will get made because his Bruce Wayne is so fantastic. But we have already spoken about that, and <laughs> it probably wouldn't be fair for me to spend another, I don't know, hour talking about just how much I love Ben Affleck. Has anyone noticed a pattern here? <laughs> I really like the Boston boys. I mean, the ones that come from Boston, like Ben, and the ones who just played football there, like my man, Tom frickin' Brady. So yeah, the Batfleck film is important, and I <laughs> want it to be made. Um... So please tweet about it as much as you can um, so that people will see, like Warner Brothers and stuff, will see that we need this. We need this movie. And I'm not the only one who needs this movie, right? Everybody needs this movie. That's what I tell myself. That's how I make myself, myself feel better about life. And that's just a fact. Shh. 
I'm making my own white noise now. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel really bad that I'm actually, um, I just threw this together. But I threw it together with love, and I'm talking about things that I love. So I'm hoping that you're going to get the, the passion in here. Um, I was talking to Dennis earlier, and um, he's going to be back soon. So that's exciting, right? You guys are so excited for Dennis. I already know it. I already know it. Um, so just a reminder about that back flick, back, Jesus, bat flick movie. Um, I spoke to Ben Affleck this morning, personally. We always have our, our personal phone calls because that's our thing. That's what we do. You know, that's what people who are, you know, dating and married do. So he just had like, one thing to say about whether or not it should be made and it was this ben, I agree. he agrees he always agrees with me so now i'm going to flip over to football um i'm sad to report that um super bowl champion and mvp julian edelman has retired like i'm almost sad enough to cry um, it's also kind of funny, I, by the way, that today is the, I'm bringing this up again, 21st anniversary of Tom Brady's, um, career beginning because it's also <laughs> Bill Belichick's 69th, uh, birthday. So, yeah, um, Edelman will probably not stay retired. He, he, uh, he retired himself. He, he retired, he chose to retire because he failed some sort of test. I don't, I don't know all the logistics of it because I didn't read all of it. I'm not going to lie, but I did read that Gronk thinks there's a 69% chance that Edelman will become a Buccaneer next season. Everything's about 69 with Gronk. I don't know why. So I'm going to say that the chances are probably closer to 75%. Julian has, was like championing championing for Tom Brady to stay and when he didn't stay I I knew he wanted to leave with him and it just didn't happen and then he had to play with that insufferable Cam Newton had a terrible season and now he's decided that he don't want to play for the Patriots anymore and quite frankly I wouldn't want to either because I, I, I must admit and I have to whisper it because I don't want the whole world to know I was You knew that already, didn't you? Well, I hope you enjoyed this nonsense because it was an awful lot of nonsense. And I promise you next week, I am going to have a guest. It's going to be Alex. We're going to be talking about West of Wonderland. And I will put some information about it up on my Twitter so you guys can actually uh, tune into the virtual event, even if you don't get to listen to that podcast out of time. You should tune into the virtual event. Not for Alex, not for the other actors, and not for his movie. For me. Because I'm prettier than all of them. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to moderate um, their little Q&A. So join in. Come, in. come and hang out with me. Because that's the person you want to hang out with. In closing, I just want to say that um, I'm sorry for the white noise. I'm sorry that this was a quickie. 
Some people like quickies in the middle of the day, like sexual quickies. And um, I'm going to finish it off like this. I hope you play for the Bucks next year. Yeah, I have uh, no, no, no chance of ever winning a Grammy. If you want to hear more of my nonsense, you're going to have to tune in next week. My name is Melanie with two L's, and I am a blonde who can talk too much, too fast, and about just anything. Just about anything. Well, I make my sound, myself sound so stupid when I'm so smart. I'm smarter than all of you listening, by the way. And I'm 100,000% smarter than Dennis. Kidding. I'm sending you guys all love. And if you're listening to this from Ontario, Canada, please be safe because COVID is running rampant and uh, nobody else needs to, uh, needs to die because of a disease that people don't know how to control yet. I should try that in robot boys. Oh my God. My robot voice is so terrible. I feel sorry that my robot voice is so, so terrible. No, for real, I'm going to close out the show with a teaser of someone really cool who I absolutely adore. Hunter Hayes, his new song, If You Change Your Mind, on Spotify now. You can go listen to it, like it, add it to your playlist. But here is a snippet of Hunter Hayes's if you change your mind remix and i hope you enjoy it as much as i do because it's fucking great But you're back in town. I know I shouldn't call you now. I'm singing a doo that even though I can't fucking sing, he would wanna shoot me. Actually, he will when he hears this. Mm. Does he remind you of your diamond eyes like I used to do? Like I'd love to. Peace.